Hi and welcome to Happy Dance, the podcast for dance teachers. I'm Lauren and the question today is how do you price your classes? Now, I always think money's a funny one to talk about because where we love what we do and we're so passionate about it, I think sometimes there's this misconception that we shouldn't get paid for it. That like, oh, if you love it, you should just do it for free. And nothing could be further from from the truth. If you love it, you should be paid more for doing it because you're going to have put so much more time and effort and passion into learning that skill and perfecting it. So I think I just wanted to expel that, that myth that you don't deserve to be paid for something if it's your passion, that you should just do it for free. So you've heard it here, you do deserve to be paid for your passion and you deserve to be paid well. So it's your first class, your first time running a class all by yourself and you're thinking, God, how do I price this? So the way I did it and would do it again is I would write down the price of everything I'm going to need to set up. So watch for hidden expenses, so things like petrol money to and from the the hall or your studio or the school, wherever you're running classes, can be expensed. At the moment, I think it's 45p a mile in the UK that can be put through your expenses and that covers everything to do with your car. So the petrol takes you to get there, the wear and tear on the car, etc, etc. Also things like insurance, props, um, first aid training, if you've got an accountant, how much you pay him needs to be factored into it. And most importantly, and the one that I think everyone always forgets, is your time. So how much do you want to be paid? And this should go up as your class grows. Obviously, to start with, you might start a class and it have two students. So you're not going to be making much, if anything, on that. And that is fine. As long as, as soon as you break even, you start paying yourself. Because... The worst thing you can do is be working yourself to the bone to not make any money. So, how do you go about it once you've added up all these things? Say it's come to £150 for the hour. Of course, you're not going to charge one kid £150. But say you've got 10 kids, would you charge them £15 for the hour? Again, probably not. So you need to look at your hall hires, your expenses, the area you're in. So are you in a particularly affluent area where the prices of classes might be much higher and people will be able to afford them? Or do you come from a less wealthy area where your prices might need to reflect that too? These are all things that you can haggle with as well. I don't want you to think all these expenses, well, the insurance company has told me this much, so that's just what I'm going to have to pay. Because like like dance schools, there are thousands of different insurance companies, different halls, different venues you could hire, you could partner with to get a better deal. I am known for being awful when it comes to all hire. I will not pay what they say on the website. Because I think I'm there 44 weeks a year. You have nothing to do to get me again. You're just going to have me year on year on year because I'm not going anywhere. So why should I pay the same as someone that you're having to actively search for and hunt out every year like a birthday party? So if a hall is charging £25 an hour and that's the rate they'll um, hire to a person that's having it once for a birthday party and then never comes back, I ain't paying that. You give me that loyal. I'm giving you my loyalty. I expect it in return. And if they're not willing 
to meet me halfway, I will find a different hall. Because like I said, there's so many halls around. Maybe not what springs to mind as a hall, but does a local restaurant have a function room that you could use? Then the parents can chill out in the restaurant have tea or coffee or cake or whatever is there a gym that you could hire one of their rooms church halls are another great one scout huts there are so many places that you can hire for your classes that maybe don't come under the title hall or like a school might have a a gymnasium or a sports center that you could hire and probably get a really good price because they understand that you are a benefit for the community and you are giving something to the people that attend by running their classes there it's another experience that they can offer and also those parents that come to that hall every week to drop their kids off are then more likely to use that hall for that kid's birthday party so if anything you are doing them a favor in the long run because you are also marketing their hall for them because parents will walk in they will see the layout they will see the toilets they will know that it's got great parking everything like that so i wouldn't be afraid to haggle on the things you can and on the things that are costing you a bit more than what you'd actually like to pay. Another great tip is to look at what other classes that are set up in the local area are charging, not to mimic them or undercut them or anything like that, but just to get an idea of what people are paying for things. So again, if your area is paying £10 an hour, you can go, okay, my classes I will start at £10 an hour and then I will increase them as I grow my school as I grow in experience as I manage to cut costs because I've built up that loyalty with the hall I can ask for a discount for the following year etc etc so you should think of your prices as fluid and never be afraid to put your prices up I was this person when I first started I was terrified if I'd put my prices up that I'd have like some kind of mass exodus and everyone would leave and they'd never come back and I'd have to start from scratch every time but it's just simply not true people leave all the time so for various reasons their kid suddenly wants to go football or ice hockey or gymnastics or whatever it is people come and go some may stay with you for years some may only be with you for a few terms and that's okay you've given them the experience that amazing time while they were there But price, actually, most of the time, doesn't really have anything to do with it. And if it does, even if you hadn't put it up, they probably would have used it as an excuse to leave anyway. Because you find that people that will go, oh, no, we just can't afford it, will then be the people that book holiday to Jamaica the next week and their kid comes in talking about how excited they are. And it simply comes to the fact, down to the fact, sorry, that this sounds a bit harsh, but they don't value your classes in the same way that your ideal client will and that's okay because your their kid I'm sure has had a brilliant time enjoyed themselves and has left with some great memories and they're just freeing up a space for someone that will come and will value you and will see the value and the benefit in dance and that's what you want because they're the ones that will stay so I made the mistake of being afraid and I wish I hadn't so now what I do is I put it up frequently and by a small amount So every couple of years, I'll put it up by like 50p. And then it's not a shock. The price of everything is going up all the time anyway. So we're just raising it that little bit. It's not enough to make a great deal of difference to them. But over a full class of 10 kids, that's an extra £5 a week. 
so per class so a little bit it does add up and it does mean that I can keep raising my prices without shocking anyone of course like I said it's always a fluid thing so I may hit a point where it's then too high and then I will just go okay learn my lesson I'll stick there for a while so you can talk to your customers you're you're in control at the end of the day of what you charge so if you decide that oh no I've seen a real drop off and lots of people are saying oh no it's too much money you know to bring it down a little bit and see that but don't drop from like 10 to 5 value your worth you are worth it and your ideal client will see the value in it too um I have a few horror stories to share as well because like I said people will always leave and people always moan so even if you put it up by 2p there's going to be someone that's like oh I can't believe she's putting her prices up how dare she and you kind of have to go it's water off a duck's back because you know your worth you know your class is a good value for money how much effort you put into them how much time behind the scenes you put into that class so don't let the haters get you down (laughs) Um, so one of my horror stories is I charge for messages in the program at the show. It's a nice way to raise money because shows are expensive. It usually covers like the lighting tech um, as wages or the cost of the printing the programs and things. So I can keep ticket prices a little bit lower to help people out. I mean that we always have a full audience because I think it's really nice for the kids to perform to a big crowd. Um, so I charge £2, I think it was at the time, for a message in the program and that same message was printed out and put in their spot in the dressing room so it could be from mum from nan they'd give me a nice little message i'd put it all nicely presented print it out laminate it stick it in their dressing room and i remember this one mum um had such a moan because she didn't realize because she didn't read her emails um, <laughs> that we charged for it. You know, like at the time when you put your slip in with your message, we said, oh, it will be £2 towards the show fund to get your message in the programme and in the dressing room. And she was like, yeah, yeah, fine, fine, fine. I'll pay it. I'll pay it later. It's fine. And so we are now a lot more strict with it. But at the time, we were like, okay, that's fine. Just when you can. We'd really appreciate it. Just backs it over. Um, and Jen and I sent this mum a message saying, okay, the programme's going in for printing. So if you want your message, I really do need that £2. And she was like up in arms about it. You don't need that money. How dare you charge for something like this? I already pay enough for classes, etc., etc. And it was also the email that she, sorry, text that she sent me saying that I sent too many emails and that she didn't know what was going on. And you'll be like, well, I'm obviously not sending enough emails because you ain't reading them. So. <laughs> If you read them, you'd know what's going on and you'd have known that it was £2. This is why I always send everything. I send an email, I send a text and I tell it to the kids in class. Show dates, I put on stickers, put them on their little outfits and send them off (laughs) to mum. So they've got a sticker on saying, my next show is 25th of June or whatever the date is. So they have that visual reminder and they can take the sticker off and pop it on their calendar. Because parents are busy. They never have time to read everything. They never have time to listen to anything. So multiple points of contact means that I hit everyone at least once. And obviously this parent decided just to delete and not think that I was sending her something saying important show information for any reason. So, yeah, she was one of my horror stories when it comes to late payments because, yeah, this £2 really affected her. 
I say it now, it sounds so stupid, but at the time I felt really hurt by it. And you do, you take everything so personally when it's your business because you love what you do and you love your students and you want to create a positive and happy environment for them. So yeah, so don't worry, you will have some horror moments and you will laugh about them in a few years' time, I promise. But know your worth. I still charge. I charge more now for a message in the program. She's the only person I've ever had complain, or at least complain to my face <laughs> about it. But you will always have someone that's going to try and be cheeky, especially as we're self-employed. Because I don't know what it is. People wouldn't ever go into Tesco, do their weekly shop, and then leave and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll pay, I'll pay you later. I'll, I'll, I'm on it. Don't worry. But for small businesses, especially, I think, service when it involves kids, it is so frequent and so easy for parents to just send their kids in. And then you're not going to be like, nope, kid, walk out, even though their mum's just dumped them and driven off. (laughs) Your mum hasn't paid. So it's so hard when you're chasing and chasing and chasing. And of course, you don't want to punish the kid, but it comes to a point where you have to be like, if you don't pay you can't keep attending classes you have to pay something because this is getting a bit silly I'm teaching your kid for free and it's not fair on everyone else so the easiest way that we have done this is by introducing a late fee and it automatically goes on at the end of the month and it will go on by the same percentage every month so it'll increase and increase and increase until they pay it the other way that's worked really well for us is um, on our register they click themselves in they really like touching the ipad hitting their name and then hitting yes that's me and it has the ability to have a little message so it'll say like hey sarah have a great day in class but if it owes money it will have in big red letters fees aren't paid and because the kids love bopping themselves in they will like line up with parents to bop their name in before they come into the hall um, and put their coats down their shoes on everything like that so it's almost a little bit of peer pressure because if the fees sign comes up on that ipad you know that parent behind is going to have seen it so it's like oh no I don't I owe money oh I didn't know and then nine times out of ten they will then be like oh I'm so sorry I didn't realize I'll pay it now or um, I'll pack it over right now and get their phone out so it's that little bit of like humiliation is probably the wrong word but a little bit of like public recognition that they haven't paid their fees in front of the queue of the other parents that usually kind of kick starts it and makes them pay and the other great way is sending a letter love a, a red envelope that says overdue pop their invoice on that and put on it and put we will keep adding the five percent late fee until it is paid and all that i've never yet had to threaten to go to small claims or take it like legally further to get fees but I think people know I would if I had to. And so the more hot on it we've gotten over the years, the less people have taken advantage. Of course, we've had a few that have done things like longed it out and then moved house. And then obviously we don't have an address to send it to. All we can do is text and email them. So it's a lot easier to ignore. But the nice thing about that is as you're keeping accounts you can put debtors through your accounts you can claim that back on your expenses you can put so and so did not pay and it goes through your accounts and gets it back so that's a nice little saving grace for if that anything like that happens to you we've had it before with costume money as well someone's 
and paid like their deposit and then hasn't paid the balance and then has moved house on us and never to be seen again. And Suko is so cheeky and they would never do it to like next. They never walk into next, buy the clothes and then be like, oh, I'll pay you. I'll pay you tomorrow, I swear. But for some reason, people think they can screw over a small business. And I think it's sometimes it's not even intentional. I think they're going, oh, I'm really tight on money or they're stressing about it. So they take advantage in the nicest way. Um, so there are a couple of my horror stories and how we've learned from them and fixed them. So don't worry, you'll have your own horror stories and you'll learn the best way to fix them and grow and improve your business like everyone. So they would be my tips for pricing your classes. Price it reasonably look at the average price of your area don't forget your hidden expenses your time petrol insurances first aid etc don't worry if your classes take time to grow everything does we started with two and now we're over 500 kids so everything's a process and of course I paid myself a lot more now than I did when I only had two students so it takes time to grow don't panic um, don't be afraid to put your prices up. People will always moan. But water off a duck's back. You don't need to worry about that because you deserve to be paid for your passion. I hope this has been helpful and I'd love to hear any feedback. Have an amazing day. Bye.